0: hello to the studies show listeners um if you're hearing this then that is because you are a free subscriber to the Studies show um this is our first ever paid episode you will get about 15 10 or 15 minutes of this just as a sort of taster but if you want to hear the rest you're going to have to go to thestudiesshowpod.com and subscribe i'm afraid uh we would love it if you did thanks very much Hello, Stuart. Hi, Tom. Hello. I've got COVID, Stuart.
1: Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, um, it's rubbish.
0: You... It's a real throwback episode. Like, it feels yeah, it's like fat- fashionable again. now. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> now,
1: have you ever considered taking ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine for your uh, COVID?
0: No, Stuart, I haven't because they don't work. Oh. Uh, that, that was my thinking. I thought I better not take, uh, you know, treatments that don't work for my Wait, own. are you
1: saying that COVID doesn't
0: exist no, but what, what? No, no, no. I've got COVID, Stuart. I've got COVID. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm saying that the treatments you are proposing for it are not effective. It's a very different thing.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you might have noticed that the opening there was uh, that was a little play that we wrote yes. and uh, it's an analogy for mm. what we're talking about in this episode the very first uh paid episode of the study show which is about diversity training and the very high, heavy-handed metaphor by the way tom does actually have covid i do actually have but COVID. No, yes it's not, you, not a complete you, analogy you're you're recovering yeah uh the analogy is that people have suggested lots of potential solutions to problems related to diversity. When you say, well, is there actually any evidence for that? You're often accused of saying, well, don't you think that sexism doesn't, you know, don't you think that sexism exists? Don't you think that racism exists? Hmm. But that's actually not a very good uh, response to, 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 to that question. And we're going to be talking about a, a whole range of different... A
0: diverse uh, selection, you a, might a, say.
1: Very good. Very good, good <laughs> range of, yeah, diversity training things. Uh, we're going to talk about trigger warnings. We're going to talk about unconscious bias. We're going to talk about stereotype threat. Um, and we're going to talk about microaggressions uh, in, this, in this episode. Before we do that, just to say, welcome to The Study Show. Thanks very much for uh, for, for listening. As you've just probably heard, if you're a free subscriber, then to, to hear this full episode, you're going to need to subscribe at thestudyshowpod.com. Um, if you're a paid subscriber, then... Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. And um, you won't be hearing any adverts or anything in this, in this episode. So um, where will we start, uh, Tom?
0: Well, I think we should start with unconscious bias, Stuart, because huh. I think quite a lot of our listeners might have might have been at work and done sort of a diversity training day and quite often what's central in that is this is uh the implicit association test and unconscious bias training both of which i've yes. certainly done when i've been in um media corporations right uh, yeah. i don't know if you've I've have done them too in, your... in
1: the in the academic world yeah
0: yeah Yes. So um, what is the history of unconscious bias research and training and the implicit association test? That is well, interestingly,
1: we interestingly, a lot of it comes from the same sort of root as, you know, that Daniel Kahneman book, The Thinking Fast and Slow, a psychology book everyone, everyone's read. Hmm. Um, a lot of it comes from this, this kind of underlying idea that there are two sort of streams, two processes that happen in your brain, essentially, in your psychology. And there's this kind of overall explicit process that we kind of feel like we're in control of, and that is our our sort of conscious thinking. And then there's the implicit processes that happen under the surface and are much more um uh, uncontrollable so there's the uh,
0: system one and system two the deliberative slow but fairly reliable thinking about things and the snap judgments which are which are much more rapid and unconscious but can go wrong in certain situations
1: yeah yeah and and a lot of those are what people blame for prejudice it can it goes all the way up to people blaming them for you know explicit racism that we see in the in the real world uh, hiring practices by um companies where you, you know you're biased to hiring people from one sex or one race uh, over others um and and for you know incidents of violence and and so on it goes all the way it goes all the way up um and what's really being claimed in a lot of the diversity training the unconscious bias training is that we can use Whether it's computerized methods or other kind of psychological methods, we can use those methods to tap into that uh, underlying unconscious thought process and potentially uh, use it to influence the more explicit one that actually causes us to behave in different ways.
0: Okay, I mean it doesn't seem on on its face like implausible, right? I, I think most of us would feel that there is that we do sometimes have. Reactions to things that we do, that aren't our, what we would endorse in our sort of if we were consciously thinking about stuff, and we you know have rapid instant reactions to people that maybe aren't based on stuff that we would that we think is the right way of judging people. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel crazy to me that this is a, a a possible reality.
1: This goes back to what we talked about right at the start. Like it doesn't seem crazy to me that these things happen. It's whether we actually have the technology to influence them uh, and even measure them in any reliable reliable way. So uh, you know ha- have you ever done the the IAT the implicit association test?
0: You know I have. I did it when it was getting a lot of press a few years ago and people seeing yeah. a lot of studies, a lot of articles out about it saying, God, it's really unsettling. And I, and I did it. <laughs> but what's embarrassing for this anecdote sort of grinding to a halt without really a conclusion is I can't remember what my outcome was. But I have a right. vague feeling that I felt pretty good about myself afterwards. So it probably came out telling me oh, I was Oh, I felt terrible about myself. Really? Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, so in case you haven't done this, um, and you can you can do it for free, by the way, on the Harvard website. We'll put a link to uh, it, it. It's run by Harvard psychologists mainly so it's on the harvard uh uh, website and you can you can do it for all sorts of things you can do it for race sex gender disability all sorts of different different prejudices that you might have and the idea is that it shows you pictures of for example white people and black people or black people and asians or people with disabilities and people without disabilities and then shows you words that are either positive or negative negative that might relate to, you know, stereotypes that people have about those particular groups or indeed just positive and negative words. So, you know, good and bad words. Um, And then it, it essentially asks you to respond quickly by pressing a button, usually on your keyboard, when those, you know faces maybe ones you've seen before there's different there's all sorts of different versions of it so so, up, so, actually...
0: so, so, so for example uh, d- 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 cause i'm trying to remember this now you, you yeah. can remind me so for example you might be told to say press the button if you see a white face or a positive word or you might say right, if right. a black face or a negative word or and people f- is that is that is that how it works so you... that's
1: one that's one and there, there's all sorts of different configurations of it but what it's trying to get to is do you react more quickly when there's a a you know a, a white person associated with a positive word or a black person associated with a negative word say and that would imply that if you're if you're responding in that with that particular pattern that would imply that you internally associate black people with negative concepts more and white people with positive concepts more and that might mean that you're implicitly racist yes
0: yes yeah, so That's you have idiotic. some implicit bias exactly
1: <laughs> this is the thing right is that does it really mean that you are genuinely prejudiced against people if you react with different speeds to terms that are on uh, um, a computer screen, like that, is that actually a, a proper measure of whether someone is racist or not? And obviously, you know, now I'm biased of, of, in saying that it isn't because I,
0: yeah, you so uh, obviously a horrible racist and you're trying oh, <laughs> to find excuses for yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but seriously, like like the, the, this is what this is what we're, we're we're trying to get at. And actually, there's a really useful meta analysis. From uh, 2019, that looked at 492 studies is um, oh, wow. of, of of this, um, and they split things up into three. I think it's useful to consider things with three different three different sort of uh, buckets or whatever. So there's implicit prejudice or implicit bias, where it's the kind and of that's stuff. What we the just, test is just so what is measuring,
0: yeah. yeah. What, yeah,
1: yeah. Then there's explicit uh, bias, which is if you just ask someone like. How- how positively disposed are you to disabled people? How positively disposed are you to you know people of a different race, whether that's you know white, Asian, black, whatever? There's a there's there's like a, a thermometer test you can do where uh, you know you kind of rate on, a, on a lower high on the thermometer of how how positively disposed you are to people. Um, so that's explicit prejudice, and yep. then there's behavioural prejudice too, which is actually going out into the world and doing stuff that's prejudiced. Now the problem is that. When you are in an experiment, you can't really measure it. behavioral pressures well, well because you are not exactly going to like be following people around and seeing if they shout racial abuse at someone in the street or uh, actively nasty. For a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ask, yeah. act, act nasty way to someone. So it's all stuff like it's a wee bit contrived in the experiments. Like, do you put your bag next to a bag that you've been told belongs to someone of a different race, like that? That sort of thing. Mm. Would you would you hypothetically play a game of beer pong with someone of a different group from you like that
0: it <laughs> it's being done on university students then just yeah, by yeah,
1: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but that but that's the thing it, it, you know the measures are a bit contrived i would say And I'm afraid that's it. If you are a free subscriber, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, you have to go to thestudyshowpod.com and become a paid subscriber. And then you'll get access to the whole thing. That's thestudyshowpod.com.